Hello, welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Foolish One from Speak Now, Taylor's version from The Vault. Foolish One, stop checking your mailbox. <laughs> and so Peter made the doodle with a regular old mailbox. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going with. That's our answer. That is now canon. <laughs> But today, we are discussing the song, Stay Beautiful, from Taylor Swift. A classic. Uh, Stay Beautiful is the eighth track on Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift was released on October 24th, 2006, and this song was co-written by Liz Rose. Our gal. Yeah. Stay Beautiful has been played live by Taylor 29 times, and all of those times were between 2006 and 2008. She never played it on the Reputation Tour. And she has yet to play it on the Eras Tour as a surprise song. So it could still happen, I'm sure, at some point here on the international leg. I think so, especially as uh, more Taylor's version albums mm-hmm, come out mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. next year and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Could be. So looking forward to that when that happens. Mm-hmm. That'll be a fun sing-along for the crowd. Super fun. Uh, so fun. All of these debut songs must be so much fun to sing yeah, along to. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, Devin, mm. what do you think about Stay Beautiful? Super cute. Super cute song. I love whenever this song comes on, honestly. Mm. Like, so many of these songs from her first album are just such great listens. Totally. And they're just such a fun little change of pace from the rest of her songs. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, even with Fearless. It's like, there nothing else really sounds like the stuff on Taylor Swift. Yeah, totally. And the really youthful and bright-eyed, bushy-tailed like kind of way that she writes her music. Yeah, yeah. And especially now since we have, you know, Fearless Taylor's version recently over the past little over a year now, like I have been listening to only Taylor's version. And so I don't have her younger voice on Fearless yeah. either. So this is kind of like the only album that we still have where she has that super youthful sound. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it really is quite nice to listen to. And like, I'm actually a little... I don't know, not necessarily worried, but I I am very interested in how it's going to change with the re-record when we don't have that young, youthful sound that that she had and that makes all of these songs just so, like, they hit different and it brings about a nostalgia. Yeah, I think it'll just be more of, like, a perspective type Mm. thing. Which yeah. I think will be cool. It'll be different, but it'll, yeah. be, it'll be cool in a d- looking back on things kind of way, almost. For sure. I love the simplicity here. She's just singing about this guy, Corey. You know? Like, he's he's a beautiful guy. And, and she wants to talk about him, sing about him, and make sure that he knows that he is beautiful and that he <laughs> should stay beautiful and that he's going to really be something someday. Mm-hmm. And it's... Kind of, that's the song. I love the production of the song, too, and kind of the way that the banjo pops out to the front of the mix. Mm -hmm. I think it was the every every album listen through on the Ringer podcast Mm -hmm. that they were talking about this first album and how Scott Borchetta would have it be produced so that her vocals were like a little bit more in the background and so that the instruments Mm. would be a little bit more forward because he thought that her voice wasn't strong enough. Mm. I'm pretty sure that that was where I heard that take from the guy on that Ringer podcast. Mm -hmm. And so it's very interesting because 
yeah, on this on this song, you really hear the banjo and you really hear the fiddle, and even you really hear Nathan Chapman's uh, yeah, vocals in the chorus. Yeah. It's like everything else is really, really pronounced, and her vocals do seem a little subdued here. Mm-hmm. The fiddle also gets a really nice little solo in the chorus, which is which is really nice, and and I love the little outro. The stay beautiful beautiful the beautiful yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love that i i think that whoever this cory guy is and i'm sure that we might learn about him in gossip gab <laughs> like did cory know who like that he was being sung about by taylor like we're gonna find out i'm sure in <laughs> Stay like, tuned. a couple of minutes so yeah cute little song definitely one that when it comes on uh, shuffle like i really enjoy listening to it i don't really seek it out though yeah but it, it's a fun little listen Gab, what do you think about Stay Beautiful? I agree in a lot of aspects. I think Stay Beautiful is just such a sweet, simple country song. It's really pleasing. It's enjoyable to listen to. I also love the guitar and banjo riffs. I really love the positive message of this song and like how affirming it is. She's telling Corey to stay beautiful and that he's going to be someone one Mm -hmm. day. That's like, it's really sweet. It's like so nice. It's kind of like a feel-good mantra type Mm, song. And I think it's kind of a nice song to have and to sing to yourself and that kind of thing. It's, It's sweet. I love the classic Nathan Chapman harmonies on the chorus. I think he sounds really good there. Mm-hmm. I do like when they sing together. I understand, you know, he's still kind of in with Big Machine, so he's campy on the re-records. Yeah. But I always love that classic young Taylor Nathan Chapman harmonies. Yeah, he's everywhere. Yeah, he's for the whole like first couple albums, yeah. you know. The ending of the song always makes me laugh with the extended singing of the syllables of beautiful like you were yeah, talking about yeah. where she's like beautiful 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 yeah. like it's it, it makes me laugh it's clearly like younger songwriter taylor but it's still just a very sweet enjoyable listen like yeah. i i always enjoy the song but i too also don't seek it out yeah 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 and i think that that says something about this song that it is one that remains you know in the universe of taylor swift but like you know, it, it comes and goes, and it's kind of like Pluto, I guess. And it's on the outer <laughs> ring, and it, it goes around, and it's oh, like here's Stay Beautiful. Oh, wow, lovely. I love this song. Yeah. And then, like, another couple of weeks go by. Oh, Stay Beautiful. Oh, wow, I love Stay Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it's like the debut album is mixed, where there's some songs that are just have such incredible lasting power, yeah. and you're like, how did someone so young write this? And then there are some songs that are enjoyable, but you're like, yeah, someone young wrote these. Yeah, we all you know, know uh, a perfectly good heart. We all, <laughs> we all know it. Which is actually it's really quite, going on you. quite the bop now. Yeah. Devin, uh-huh. do you relate to Stay Beautiful? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can totally relate to the idea of crushing on someone who doesn't know that you are crushing on them. And then, like, you never really talk about it, but when you see that person in the hallway, like, you get butterflies and you get all nervous and stuff. (laughs) And for me, that was this girl, Julie Nolan, in (laughs) in high school. And I don't know, again, if I've told this story or not, but I played Danny Zuko in Greece in in high school, (laughs) and she actually played opposite me as Sandy Mm. Dombrowski. And she was, you know, I mean, I had a huge crush on her. And apparently she had a really big crush on me too, but I didn't know it and she didn't tell me. And then, so like we never, nothing ever (laughs) happened, but there's this scene, it's the drive-in movie scene and you know, we have to kiss 
in the drive-in <laughs> movie scene. I was like so freaking nervous because like there was this girl that I really, really liked and I'm sure that she was nervous too because if if the facts were correct and she liked me back, like, oh my God, like, whoa. And then for some reason, the entire cast oh, no. decided to sit in the audience and watch us rehearse this scene for the first Which, time. Which, you know, whoever was your director should have not... I will not name names, but we all know who it is. Especially in high school. (laughs) So they're all watching this, and so we do the scene, and I'm, you know, like, mortified and, like, so nervous and stuff, and eventually I'm just, like, I ask the director for everybody to please leave, and, like, I really don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but afterward, like, we go off stage, and all of them are asking her if I'm a good kisser. Oh, no. (laughs) Every one of them, they were all asking her if I was a good kisser, and I don't know what she said, but... You know, it's okay. And uh, I was... You survived. I survived. And I hope that she's doing well. <laughs> I think the last time I, I heard what she was up to, she is a model out in California. Okay, so, so like, she stayed beautiful. Good for her. She stayed beautiful, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's my... That's my... I, she doesn't really know it, that I, I like her and that sort of thing. Yeah. A cute little... Like, crush. Yeah. Gab, do you relate? Yeah, I totally relate to having a crush on someone that you just keep to yourself, you never act on. You know, especially in school and, like, someone in grades older than you, Mm. you know, where it's, like, obviously they wouldn't see me that way. So you just never say anything. Yeah. And you kind of just keep it to yourself. And you're like, oh, they're cute. Or you, like, this was back in the Facebook was, like, super common days where you just look at their Facebook profile, you know? just stalked them on Facebook. And you're just like, oh, well, that's a cute person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's super relatable to just someone who you're like, oh, they're attractive and I have a crush, but that is what it is, you know? And I think it's also okay to just have a crush for fun and just think someone's cute. Like, that's fun and it's okay. Yeah, and the difference is that Taylor wrote a song about it. Yeah. Multiple songs. Yeah, she had all her creative inspiration. She's writing an album, you know? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Did you do the thing where you would, like, wait for people to log on to AIM? I mean, yes. That was more, like, middle school, Mm. I'd say. I definitely had a ton of crushes that went unnoticed then. Yeah. Those were people I, like, (laughs) talked to. Okay. Or I would even have a crush on people, and then, like, I once got asked out, and I said that my mom didn't allow me to date, but it was a complete lie. I was just way too scared. (laughs) So scared. (laughs) Yeah, like, I liked the person, but I wasn't ready for a boyfriend, so I blamed it on my mom. (laughs) Not allowed to date. No. But yeah, no, AMI was like total flirty Libra, Uh, you know? Libras are pretty big flirts. But like when it came to like upperclassmen I had crushes on, like, no, I didn't even talk to them. Wow. Or sometimes maybe there'd be like a little text, but then it was like I got pretty like like sure of what was going on Mm. aware that they didn't like me back pretty quick. Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Classic. Stay beautiful. (laughs) Stay beautiful. I don't know if the the people in my story stayed beautiful, not really. Well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. About Stay Beautiful, Taylor said, After hearing my songs, a lot of people ask me, How many boyfriends have you had? And I always tell them that more of my songs come from observation than actual experience. Hmm. In other words, you don't have to date someone to write a song about them. This is a song I wrote about a guy I never dated. Wow, right? Haha. <laughs> this song is about a guy I thought was cute and never really talked to him much. But something about him inspired this song, just watching him. Which is <laughs> funny and also a little creepy. Wow, right? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> I loved your reading of that. Because she very used to good. write on like, you know, her MySpace or her website. Like yeah. it was like a blog almost. Yeah. The hidden message in the liner notes in this song is shake and bake. Oh. Mm-hmm. So this might refer to a 
well-advertised and popular chicken breading product mm -hmm. in like the like I think it first came out in like the 50s, but it was like we had a resurgence maybe in the 90s, 2000s. It was a product in which you put the chicken into a bag with the breading and you mm -hmm. just shake it. So instead of like yeah. dipping it in stuff, you shake it and then you could bake it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. shake and bake. It's fantastic. Yeah. But also, apparently shake and bake is a popular joke from the movie Talladega mm -hmm. Nights, Legend of Ricky Bobby, yeah. which came out a few months before this album did. Oh. So it could be that this hidden message is an inside joke, oh. perhaps with the person she wrote the song about. Oh. Could be. I don't know. I've never seen Talladega Nights. But yeah, Shake and Bake. I do remember the commercials for Shake and Bake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say it to uh, Ricky Bobby. Says it every time he like gets into the car. He's it's like, like his Shake and Bake. So it could be that she like watched that movie yeah. with this person or something. Yeah, or maybe like this that. is his favorite movie. Yeah, like mm -hmm. any of those kinds mm -hmm. of things. It feels like that could definitely be some kind of interesting. Yeah. Before playing the song at a concert in 2007, she said, "People always ask me." What's the story behind this? Who was this guy? Who's Corey? Well, I'll tell you. I'll explain to you the exact inspiration behind this song, exactly how I was inspired to write it. I was standing in the hallway at school, and this guy walked past, and I was like, wow, he's really hot. And so I went home, and I wrote a song about it. I love youthful Taylor quotes. They crack me up That's so, so good. much. It's so good. Apparently, in a 2011 Target commercial for Speak Now, Taylor said... So I suppose it all started with my first crush in fourth grade, Corey Robertson. Yeah, he liked the cool girl. She had straight hair. Little did he know I was writing songs about him after school, dreaming of one day becoming a country singer, or maybe a poet, or a professional basketball player. Well, eventually I found my way. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Professional basketball player, Taylor? I've okay. never heard She's that tall. one. She's tall. She is tall. She is tall. I've never heard that one. Yeah. Cracks me up. It's been proven that she slightly changed the name. This fourth grade Corey is actually Corey Robinson instead oh. of Robertson. But some people believe it could also be about a different Corey from high school versus okay. fourth grade. Okay. Regardless, I hope he enjoys this song about him and that he did become someone. Uh, but I think both those Corys from school, beautiful. I think they both knew or thought the song was about him. I mm -hmm. bet any Corey who knew her in those yeah, years like thought the me. song was about them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my brother thinking that Teardrops on My Guitar is about him. Yeah. Yeah. Because they totally met. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I love, I do, I do love all the gossip gaps for like yeah. the old songs. Yeah. It, it just cracks me up. And like, those quotes are great. And like the people trying to dig in and find like old high school photos of people or m people that she like went to middle school with where you're like, we have no idea, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. who is this about? Yeah. So, but it's fun. <laughs> Devin, mm. what's your favorite line in Stay Beautiful? I like the line that comes, I think, right after your line. <laughs> I'm taking pictures in my mind so I can save them for a rainy day. That's cute. Save them yeah. for a rainy day. Yeah. So good how she sings that. And that's like such a cute thing too of like, and, and now after Gossip Cab of if she's standing at her locker and she's just like, you know, taking pictures in her mind of this like hot guy walking down the hallway. And it's like, great. Awesome. Now I know exactly what I want to think about on a rainy yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like those like crushes you'd have. Like, you know, like yeah. when, when High School Musical first came out and uh, like everyone was like, Zach Efron is uh, my boyfriend. And like, mm -hmm. you know, those crushes where you just think about like, what if I met them and they liked me, you uh, know? Same. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a really cute line. Mm -hmm. What about you? What's your favorite line? So yeah, mine is the one before that. Corey finds another way to be the highlight of my mm. day. I think that's so cute. It's such a cute crush line. Yeah. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
like uh, in science class, and she looks behind, and there he is, and he just like waves. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, one wow, giggle or positive me. interaction or yeah. one like nice text. And you're yeah. just like, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, oh, I'll highlight. He likes me too. Yeah, like oh, he wants to go take me for a slurpee. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. Okay, Devin, mm-hmm. from one to ten loves that lead you back to my door, Ooh. what do you give this song? Ooh. I do also love when she does, uh, like, adds it in the lead you back to my front door. Uh-huh. I love yeah. that. So good. I think I'm going to give Stay Beautiful five loves that lead you back to my door. I think it's right in the middle there, mm-hmm. right down the middle. It's a cute little song. Um, it is definitely, I think, way higher than a place in this world. <laughs> A really? A perfectly good heart is... You, I thought you really liked A Place in This World. No, I think I gave A Place in This World four. Oh. And a perfectly a perfectly good heart has definitely started climbing the ranks. Oh my god, like, I can't. I am pretty obsessed with it. Um, and can't wait to get to the outside. Yeah. So there are a lot of other songs <laughs> on this album that are just like so, so, so good. And this one I think falls right in the middle, I think, on this album for me. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think Five Loves That Lead You Back to My Door. Gab from 1 to 10 loves to lead you back to my door. What do you give the song? I think I'm also going to give this song five loves to lead you back to my door. Yeah. Yeah. Not one of my faves, but it's really sweet. It's solid. It's cute. I like to listen to it. It's not like a skip at all. No, at all. Yeah. Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Did you know about Chicken Bake? the chicken breading product (laughs) do you know the joke from talladega nights (laughs) had you heard stay beautiful recently Mm, do you have a cory in your life yeah did you have you know a crush that you saw in the hallway and was like i need to write about this person (laughs) let us know it all (laughs) and remember you can find exclusive bonus content on our patreon at patreon.com slash podcast yes and thank you as always to our patrons you are absolutely the best thank you so 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 much you let us keep doing what we're doing You are the best. Well, next episode, we're going to be covering I Can See You from Speak Now, Taylor's version from The Vaults. Yes, and the music video. Oh, and the music video. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gav. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.